A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. the fourth be with you and uh, thank you for listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast this is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast stunning Stan C at your service to my right Rowdy Raf Camas and right across me Ravishing Ro Moran and uh, like I said earlier It's Star Wars Day So yes! we're recording this on May 4 And uh, someone over here is extra happy Oh won't yes let, no, This fucker won't let us sing acapella ba, ba, ba. But yes Happy Star Wars Day to all of you enthusiasts out oh, there May the fourth May the fourth be with you mm. And tomorrow If you're probably listening to this tomorrow On May the 5th I know I know I know <laughs> It's Cinco de Mayo No it's not just Cinco de Mayo Revenge of the 5th No you idiot Revenge <laughs> of the 6th so what's tomorrow? Nothing, nothing. Tomorrow revenge is Cinco de, de Mayo. <laughs> yeah, it's just Cinco de Mayo. Why can't day. we just have Revenge of the Six? That works too. But happy, happy Star. May the 4th. Yeah. International Star Wars Day. Uh, if uh, you uh, haven't bought free your... comic book day. Yes. And May 8th is Mother's Day. Mother's day. <laughs> so <your> mama, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, if you are intending to buy Star Wars on Blu-ray or DVD, it is now available at your local AstroVision or wherever fine yeah, DVDs make, are sold. Or make, you can download it off of iTunes. I love how you're totally shilling this. Make, oh, make, yes. My commission all got into Disney. I wear their merch. I wear all their merch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can notice that. Like, I bet if you had like Star Wars boxers, you'd wear, the, uh, wear those I two. actually own Star Wars boxers. <laughs> uh, things we did not need to know. <laughs> I'm back, baby. Yeah. But anyway, let's talk about wrestling. It's been a good week in wrestling this week, actually. But then I turn on the foreplay. In the movie foreplay, I've had enough foreplay. I got mine out. Do you? Do you need more? Oh, I thought you wanted to bitch about Steph Curry being injured. Um, no? I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, oh yeah, they won the, it. The, the, we're good. still up two zero today. So no, Steph Curry's injury sucks, but. I just can't wait to see you guys face the Spurs. <laughs> oh god, that's gonna be good. It's gonna get good. Yeah, without get Curry, it, it'll be really. No, good. he's only he's only yeah. a few more. He's he's raring to come back already. Raring, raring. All right, raring. And whatever you say, man. You're the you're the Warriors fan in here. I know, I know, because both your teams are done. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. sorry, sorry. Four play. I forgot. Almost forgot. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Four play. No, no, no. Yes. Thank you. I, I stalled. <laughs> we have to talk about civil war now. No, oh, we legit, can talk legit. about civil war. Oh, we can legit. talk about civil war. If you we didn't watch it yet. Yeah. No, 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 and a whole lot of you up in the West. If you're living in North Korea and uh, somehow and spoiler don't get alert this. for how for how long? Uh, five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes. Five minutes. Five yeah, minutes. Sure, all right. Sure. Six, five. Six on average, yeah, all right. All right. So, Civil War, uh, wait, wait, we've wait. all seen it by this point. Oh, okay. A lot this of us where the spoilers begin. Yes. There. So, we've all seen Civil War, and I loved it, loved which, it. I, which loved I said it. last week. 
Loved it because Walang uh, na character They were able to uh, establish Black Panther and Spider-Man into the story well Spidey was oh. awesome Spidey is awesome Spidey oh. with how many movies he had two reboot movies yeah so yeah. a total of five movies yeah. of Spider-Man this is without a doubt the most fun I've <laughs> no, had no, no, watching like, Spider-Man like first, like after five movies the first time somebody gets both aspects right exactly like, Jesus Christ guys how hard was that to do oh my how hard was it to make him dirt poor and explicitly was he, really dirt? Oh, yeah. he was dirt poor oh, that's true he, you, the first scene that you see him he's Carrying a DVD, player, yeah, he's a dumpster di- dumpster diver bar or something. Yep, yeah, that's what yeah. you call them, dumpster diver. And but, uh, yeah, <laughs> oh! I, I'm not complaining about that. Oh, I love, I, Ma- I love Marisa Tomei as like, Aunt May. I mean, I've always seen Aunt May as old. You know, you know what <laughs> yes, I'm saying. What you're talking you about. know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know no, what you're I, saying. I get that. But Peter Parker was like baby Peter Parker. No, he was still <laughs> technically in high school. At this I've point. seen Marisa Tomei naked. So is I everybody haven't. else. Yeah, exactly. I That's haven't. the thing. And, and now, now, now I have wrestler. something to do tonight. Seriously? Yeah, you didn't you watch the, seen wrestler? the wrestler? I didn't watch the uncensored version. What? I've seen uh, the HBO version. Uh, 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 you missed out. Sense. Yeah, go, go watch H- the... There is an HBO version. <laughs> go watch the yes, real thing. Is. The same way that Game of Thrones actually locally has an HBO. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. That's why you don't watch that. You watch the real thing. You download. Yeah. Anyway, so so my my huge problem with Civil War, and this is something that... Uh, I, I know I share with other friends. Which no, is... I, I didn't get to say this last week. No, no, sorry, go with no, 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 no. I brought this up. Uh, it, uh, uh, is uh, that uh, Civil War was more either an Avengers movie or an Iron Man movie okay. than it, it was a. So Captain it's not really movie. a real problem. That's not that's not an issue anymore. It, it's not except no, no. I get you. Except get when you think about the fact that it was really more about Tony than it was about Steve. That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, but I actually, did not know why it had to be a Captain America movie. Uh, why it. Couldn't have been a, an Avengers movie, maybe because yeah, like Avengers two point five. So go to it had something to do with contracts. Nah, um, like like they had to make sure Steve got paid. No, 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 not just that. Um, guys like Chris Hemsworth and you know uh, what was his name? Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo are only contracted for X number of Avengers movies. Yeah. So if you made Captain America an Avengers movie, I don't. It would be some sort of a breach. Yeah, that might be the issue there, which is sad. Not the month sad. It's just something that they didn't plan in advance. Which they is didn't fine. expect it to get this big. Yeah, I, Probably, I, would, I yeah. would say so. Yes, because they didn't expect that they yeah, have Spidey every, in the know, first everyone place. Everyone was signed way back in the late. 2010s. Yes. Oh. 2000s plus, right? Yeah, late, uh, late 2000s, early sorry, sorry. 2010s. Yeah, yeah. and you know, um, they didn't expect Black Panther and Spidey to be there in the first place. Mm-hmm. So the reason why they included Black Panther was because they didn't know Spidey was going to be there. Uh, so when so. Sony finally allowed Marvel to have Spidey into the MCU, they, then things got interesting. Mm. So this is all part of the big, 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 big plan to build us towards the Infinity, Infinity War. Yeah, Infinity, Infinity War. Yes. But speculative... Speculative, speculative, speculative. Oh, no. Where no. does when when does when does Hulk come back? I think then. they wrote him out or like no, Infinity they did not War. Write him out. They yeah, wrote Infinity him out War. for now. Yeah, para babalik sa ng 2018 for Infinity War. We're not getting Planet Hulk, right? Mm-hmm. We're not. No, getting Planet we're not. Hulk. I don't think so. Not in any. Well, if they do hint at it, that would be cool. No, no. Uh, the reason after you know after Civil War, no, it's not a thing. Yeah, actually, I mean, yeah. If, no, if you're following comics canon, we should have gotten House of M. Yeah. Oh god. Now, but, since uh, since we mentioned comics, um I don't think a lot of people are too upset about uh, that. The movie is different from the source material. Yeah, so unless they squeeze that segment of the end of Civil War 
in the, well somewhere in the next okay, movie. What, what what segment? Yeah, with the, the part the, where Cap dies. The part where Cap dies. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I was, you know, you were when, expecting that. Why? No, I, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, could they? Because it was one of those things in the back of my head when mm. I went in. I went in very unspoiled, and oh, I was that's like, good. <laughs> and I was like, well, if they pull the trigger, that would be fun. no way. Not before Avengers: Infinity War. No, there were people who were speculating. They were speculating that uh, Steve would die and then Bucky or Sam would be Captain America by then. You would have to... No, no. Because of contractual issues with not Chris Evans. Not just that. Chris Evans is too big a star to not put in the next Avengers movie. Even if, you know, there is a team Bucky now. No, I think uh, the, the thing with Chris Evans, in contract situation in which people were speculating about, uh. I think they're going to be solving it by keeping it to like one film deals. Mm. At the very least. Because that's the same deal that RDJ has. Mm-hmm. right? So... Uh, not everybody is a Sebastian Stan or the nine picture yeah, exactly. deal. Yeah, exactly. Right? You can sign him on it. You can sign him for a lower deal. Yeah, because he, his know. name value isn't as high uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, my problem with it is that Steve looks like, looks like a giant dick. I'm sorry, guys. He did. He's he a dick. He did. I'm sorry. But uh, this, is, this is like Merkel levels kind of dickishness. And there's no, you know, there's no vindictive... Even well, how do you say this? There was no redeeming factor. There was factor. no redeeming, yeah, there. That's Very the little redeeming find. factor other than the fact that, okay, if you find that, you know, sticking by your beliefs your is guns. a good thing. Okay, sure. That's a redeeming factor. But he was totally wrong. He was in the wrong. He was so in the wrong. Nagkataon lang na there really was a bigger evil yeah. at work. That was good, by that the way. That was good, yes. Yeah, but what if there wasn't? But then he, yeah, all yeah. the more, he would have looked like an asshole. That, well, that was the original plot. There was no other evil. Yeah. Yes. So I'm a, okay. Wait, while we're speaking of evils, uh, I'm a little upset that Zemo is not a Baron. That's fine. It's just one of those things. It's, it's fine. It's small, Nobody it's is a Baron thing. in 2016. Yeah, except Corbin. <laughs> no, but didn't they call him like Baron Helmet Zemo or something? No, it's, so, he's, he's Colonel. He's, Helmet he's Zemo. Colonel. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, sorry. Going back to, to Steve, right? Right. Yes, quick. Steve even is an when, asshole. Even when Tony seems wrong, because I know he he was wrong about the the evil third power. Steve still looks like a dick. Like a giant dick. There's, yeah, there is no... Steve is the bad guy at the end of the movie. Okay, Santa, if, there were, if Zemo wasn't in play, he wouldn't have looked like a major dick. Oh. Because, okay, clearly there's something to be Going said on. here. Yes. But uh, I really do agree with, uh, with Team Tony and the need for regulation. Also, uh, I, can, I think we can all agree that this, this movie and BVS told the same story. Yeah. It and it told us that same story better than than Batman vs Superman. I've seen Civil War twice. Nipaw nakatulog either time, and uh. then Batman vs Superman. I I had to have to admit I fell asleep. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and, I, and I'm a, I'm a huge Batman fan, yeah. so it pains me to say it, but Civil War was just light years ahead. It's, Civil- just, it's the editing. I think that's how uh, the the editing and the pacing of Civil War is how all most I guess most superhero movies should should aim to be. It's a it's a blockbuster formula that works. No, it's a comic. It's the actual comic formula. Because if you're not doing this on TV, and on TV it's okay to draw things out, like you know, like, like Agents of Shield. Yeah, but if you're in, if you're putting this in a movie, you you only have the audience for what two hours? Two hours on average, and you, and you have to, to keep, think about. And that. you have a giant story, and both in both scenarios in both movies, the story was just as big. So you need to keep and uh, keep it moving. Like I don't even care if there, if there isn't any action scenes. Action scenes, just things need to keep moving, mm-hmm. in the right length, no more, no less. 
Did you guys get to uh, catch mga Easter eggs yes. in the movie? Yes. So I, uh, that's one of my hobbies. Like I, I always look for Easter eggs in any comic-related TV not, or not in TV the second viewing. Movie. Like you watch the first, then you're still you're already looking for it. No, so yeah, so I, I would be on the lookout, right? Then I would go home and research. Okay. And then after and then that, the nung, second, nung second, second viewing, viewing. hinanap ka na ah, yung ayon, ah, yung ayon. So I was actually looking for the Infinity Stones because uh, for some reason you didn't really see them other than Vision, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. So um, I guess as an Easter egg hunter, I was looking for more of that, and I did. And I, I, we didn't get that, but I'm you know um, that that's nitpicking. That's that's being too OC about it. I just wish that there were, there was another hint that the Infinity Stones are at play, and then there is the larger threat looming, which is Thanos. I don't think we have to get that in this movie. Yeah, I think yeah. we get that more um, in the succeeding ones. Um, the next Guardians movie. Guardians movie. Guardians. Mm-hmm. Guardians has to take that up. Oh yeah, of course. Guardians, it's cosmic. Yeah. It's cosmic. Um, Doctor the Strange only cosmic has property. to no. no. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is a mystic property. Mm, correct. But it, you know, it reaches into that realm no, of magic. Not. Of magic. Oh, yeah, magic! Yeah, magic is different from space. Good Hello. job, Camus. Anyway, Hello. so uh, let us know what you thought of Civil War because yeah. uh, we spent like nine, ten minutes just, oh. uh, geeking out about it. We loved it. We loved the this movie. This is where the spoilers end. Yeah, spoilers so, end here. So uh, hit us up on Twitter at underscore Stancy at Rose War and at Caveman Camus. Yo. All right, so that was some epic foreplay. So let's. Oh yes, I'm good now. Let's talk about wrestling. Let's talk about what happened uh, at Payback and at Raw. And I think we have to start with the Enzo oh, Amore God. injury. And thank the Lord, he is sort of okay. Yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of sure. okay. I guess it's a nice way to put uh, it. No, because I mean, he's not he's not cleared to wrestle as oh, yeah, his concussion, first. you know, protocol. But he didn't br- break his neck. He didn't break his neck. Yeah. He's not paralyzed. He's not showing any visible, you know, you know, yeah. signs of neck signs breakage. of neck breakage. God damn it! Because if you slow down the tape, if you really slow down the tape and watch, so you slow it, down the tape. Hmm? You slow down the tape. I slow down the tape on the okay. network. Okay, so what did it you find? looks Doctor Camus? What did you it, find? It just. It's whiplash on. Oh. Yes. It was. It really it was. It was bad. It's it was. Bad. I don't know, though. It was. It was a bit of a rookie mistake, I have to say. I'm not placing any blame, but when you dissect what happened, it's you know coming from a background of some training experience. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't something you know that someone with a higher IQ would have done. It, it could have been it. Most likely was an accident, but uh, something should have been a, a savvier wrestler would have avoided it yeah. just fine. I mean, what's this called? Jericho brought it up on his podcast uh, about the baseball slides uh, in his Sami Zayn episode that you know everyone should just cut out the baseball slides. It's stupid, doesn't no, no, it's not true. No, well, no, they said they said on the podcast, but it's one of those things that makes you think that it's a simple baseball slide. Nah. If you slide out the ring, mm. you get thrown out of the ring, aim for the ropes, go down, slide out. Mm. It was hard to watch. And I was like, I when I was trying to process it, like as a wrestler in training, I'm just like, how do you end up in that position in the first place? Uh, someone didn't throw far enough. It's true. But at the same time, you know, he could have saved it. Just yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. Thing. He could have saved it um, with, with just the right amount of ring awareness. Yeah, so um, I'm not discounting. I'm not discrediting Enzo Amore. I say he's on a level we're not. Yes. Yeah, so, and, and yes. We're, uh, just to make it clear, we're not blaming neither Simon Gotch nor mm. Enzo Amore. So. Just, we're just things happen. That, These things happen. We're just saying that a higher level of savviness would have avoided it. 
Yeah, but uh, I guess uh, nonetheless, we're happy that uh, Enzo just came away with a severe concussion, and we hope that he passes the performance center concussion test sooner than later. Okay. Say, it, it's going to be a while until we see him on TV. It's going to be at least a month. Yeah, at least a month. That, and in the meantime, we hope that Cass stays busy. Yeah, I mean, I uh, they, they, they put him in an busy. eight-man tag this week uh, alongside the New Day and against the Vaudevillains and the Dudleys. And uh, speaking of the Vaudevillains, they're now officially the number one contenders, uh. which it, it, it's not something to get upset about. Because especially now that we know the plan that they were supposed to win anyway. Yeah. So they were able to kind of make up for it in storyline by saying things like, you know, we meant to do it. Uh, we we we're, we're glad that Enzo's injured. It just made things oh, easier for us, things like that. So it gets them. Uh, it gets it them gets to be more heat. more it gets yeah more heat. hateable, more despicable. So that's I guess that's good for them, right? It's turning it's turning an extreme negative into something positive negative. Yeah, I, I just want to see the new day active again. Like I, I, I want to see uh, how the new day tries to fight against uh, the Vaud villains. What kind of angle they'll go with, especially since this is a fresh matchup. We've never seen this before. Ever. Right? So um, I'm, I'm very optimistic about this, and I hope that this isn't the only relevant feud the VOD villains have on the main roster. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. So, uh, intercontinental title picture, I am beginning to enjoy it very much. Oh, boy. I mean, as if I haven't been enjoying it enough already with Cesaro in it. Now yeah, now we have my favorite feud. <laughs> yeah, Owens and Zayn incorporated seamlessly into the IC title picture. Oh, good. Uh, wait, but before before that, let's talk about the match. The match. They're in the IC title competitors match at Payback. Just, just very quickly. You Ooh. know? Miz, Miz, okay, and right, okay, see, Miz and Cesaro, great right. match, great match, but Sammy, yeah, Sammy, for sure, and fucking KO, yeah, we so expected good. this, yeah, we, so we, good. I, I don't know why you're no, acting no, no, like you let him, let him mark out. It was a good match. It was a good match. Really good match. So what if we expected it? It was a good match. So he deserves. We deserve to mark out over the good match. Sure, that's sure. it. I mean, that's it. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Now, do. Four guys have good matches on one night, mm. and then the next night, it just transitions that smooth. Now, parang, uh, uh, we haven't seen that in a long time. I wanted to bring up the Miz because he's been getting a lot of praise for that match with Cesaro. Yes. Um, Austin on his podcast this week actually called it the best Miz match uh, of his career or the best match of Miz's career. So, well, uh, his dance partner is fantastic. That's one. He's had good matches with with, you know, with AJ Styles. That's true, also. But yeah, so are, are we seeing? Are, are we finally seeing Miz take that uh, that next step? Because we we kind of expected something out of his WWE Championship run, and then he kind of took a couple of step a uh, couple steps back over the next four five years. A, it was a slide. It wasn't even a step back. Yeah. So now we're seeing him um, evolve right before our eyes. Yeah, and well, wh- what does it mean to you? Nothing. It means uh, if you motivate someone enough, they'll put out good work. That's true. I mean, the Miz finally is living up to that potential that he should have had. What five, six years ago? Yeah, when he was champion. When he was champion, people are seeing that the guy can wrestle. The guy isn't just good looks and the husband of Maurice and a, a big mouth and a big mouth. That's true, but he's doing good work, and it's fun to watch. So uh, you've got a fatal four-way now um, um, for the Intercontinental Championship. I, I think they're building up to this for Extreme Rules. So it's Miz, Cesaro, what? KO, and Sami Zayn. How many weeks are we to Extreme Three Rules? Weeks. Three, Three weeks. weeks. Yeah. Two wow. weeks. Two weeks now. Yeah, it's on May 22 in the U.S. Oh, boy. 
Yeah, which I think is kind of okay. I mean, normally I'm kind of upset about this. Now three weeks ang yeah. yung, yung uh, agwat between pay per views, but this I is guess not so bad. It, it's not so bad because the storylines are actually continuing. <coughs> so, so you've got uh, you've got consistency, and you're just you're, you're not starting storylines from scratch. Okay. Brett, it's not uh, rushed. Brett to Charlotte Natalia is a rematch, diba? AJ Roman is a rematch. The IC title picture is carried over from from payback. So most of these things are existing stories na nagkataon lang um, uh, I guess th- they'll come to a head at Extreme Rules I'm glad you mentioned stories because uh, I remember you saying that you don't really feel what the new era is all about yeah I don't I don't okay. that's where you're a little I don't know, you, you come up with a valid point but you're not looking at it the same way I do I think the new era is not who's in charge of Raw and, and Smackdown but rather this new era is Actually, us getting some actually pretty well-told stories, uh, consistent stories. Oh, exactly. That. Like, who is running this shit? I don't think it's Vince at all. It, so, and no is one, this trips? I, I, it's it feels like Triple H it, it, because we've we've it seen continuity like since. But it's not perfect. But it's much better than what we got pre-WrestleMania. Exactly. I mean, there are still stories that oh, yeah, that suck. Uh, yeah, like, I'm sure. I'm sure. The yeah. Shane McMahon story still sucks. Oh, nah, yes. oh, oh but, but we're I mean, getting layers now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like okay, the epitome of this new era of storytelling is is whatever happened. You know, all the shit that happened at the main event of Raw. Uh-huh. All of that was amazing. It was all so on point. Like. I understood everything that was going on and it wasn't you know something that was surface level na easily questioned easily easily uh, dismissed easily, easily dissected and easily you know, put down yeah so you had the tension between the Bullet Club and AJ mm-hmm. and then you had the existing beef between Roman and his family and the Bullet Club mm-hmm. right and then Roman and AJ have their tension uh, among themselves and then the Usos and Gallows and Anderson have their own uh, own beef as well. It's and, and it's natural. It and, feels natural. And everything came together in a way that didn't betray anything. Like okay, if the end game was still Roman was a tweener, it's still you know it it did he didn't act in a way that could be questioned. Like if AJ was also if AJ if the end game is AJ not knowing what the Bullet Club is up to, he sold that really well as well. What about the people who will question uh, the Usos didn't do a very babyface thing by oh, hitting AJ with the chair? We have to agree that they're not babyfaces anymore at at this juncture. So what would you, so are the Usos tweeners not in because they're we aligned with to, Roman? We have to, to assume that, yeah. we have to assume the same because yeah. if we're holding if we're holding everyone to the same standard as yes. Roman Reigns at this point, then they're tweeners. We have to deal with it. How sure are we though, or how confident are we that next week on Raw we'll, we won't see the Usos in a random tag team match against a random heel tag team? Well. Because they're in this story. Yeah, they're still involved with this story until further notice, and I think it works. It works. No, wait, wait, wait. If they're tweeners, they can still be in a random tag match against a heel. Tweener does not mean heel. That's the, that's what I've been telling you. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I I, I get that. What what I was trying to get at was, nah. Uh, oh, if, they, if they'll be removed from the story. Yes. No. Yes. Uh, no. Because no. I I don't trust. I this is me being cyn- cynical. Mm. I don't trust them to keep the the Usos as a relevant player in this story. I don't trust them to put together a compelling segment like the main event. But but here, they did. Here we are. You know. It's like we are this. We as a vocal internet. Crowd are finally getting to the point where we doubt it, we doubt it, we doubt it, and then at this point they're like, 
oh hey look that's that's actually good yeah and, and it's surprising for us and I can get behind Finn Balor not showing up yet because I can see they're clearly building up the tension between uh, Gunn and Gallows and AJ so you know to the, make some space for Finn's entrance and when Finn makes that entrance it's gonna be big of course we're setting our, expect, our expectations. expectations a bit just high, you know we're, and not just high we're just following the well, what the what we would call smarky logic, because you know Finn's been taken out of NXT. Yeah, and that's that's the next logical step for him. He fits in the storyline. I appreciate all this. I think this is all well and good, right? But um, I, I guess to my point, nah, I don't feel it's a new era. It's because my expectation is the new era is a post equator brand split. Ah, uh, okay. That's, so that's what that, you think. That's no, that, yeah, that, that's where I'm coming from now. Okay. I, I want them to use their time more wisely. I don't want the same guys to be overexposed again and again. And I want <coughs> those other guys who don't get time to actually get some time right now. So if uh, Damien Sandow sh- sh- uh, shows up to, to mm. wrestle, we see him, we at least see him job. We at least see him work. Right? Or guys like Zack Ryder, who, by the way, had a great show oh, on yeah, Raw yeah, this yeah. week. Yes. I want to see more of that shit. Because, uh, Prior to that, and right after WrestleMania, Nate Chapuera na from from the WWE current storylines. Oh, and now that he's working his way back, is he really? Is, is, he, is he really? No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. You know, work his way back Royal, to the level. I think the Battle Royal thing was a one-off. Hmm. And, okay, that's, and, that's, and that, that's symptomatic of the bigger issue. Now they aren't. They still aren't using their TV sure, time properly. Yeah. they're not managing it well. It's a valid point. point. It's a valid point. point. But I'm saying that um, this new era is. Something that I think is getting to where you want to go. It's just, you know, we just can't, you know, throw everything in one go. I do agree that there is something to, there is some weird disconnect with how, um, how Vince and, you know, the rest of the McMahon family are, you know, actively shitting on the, the Undertaker storyline. But, uh, oh, God. If, um, <laughs> at the end of the day, if that's how we have to get to where we're going, where we want to go, then okay, fine. 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 It's Taker. <laughs> um, but to get to where you're going. And, you know, the road to wherever we're going, be it a brand split or not, uh, sounds like fun. I just think that there is something different going on here. And that, to me, is the new era. Because I've always been complaining about how shitty wrestling storytelling or WWE storytelling is. And for that, in that main event, I guess for that, wrestling logic wasn't wrestling logic. That you know microcosm It's a microcosm now Are we going there? I wouldn't go that no, deep No yeah. <laughs> But it seemed real Like if you were a real person Or if these were real people Doing very real things You would understand Where they oh, were coming from It wasn't wrestling logic You know what I'm saying? It was real people logic Yeah That's what I In said In a way yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 no I'm just reiterating the facts. Yeah 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 So, so there um, Now that you mentioned Wrestling logic I want to talk about The Chicago Screwjob Yeah <laughs> Uh, the Chicago ah. Screwjob uh, featuring Lil Nate, Charles Let's Robinson. Talk about everything. I, I just want to talk about it because there it, were. It's worth were, talking about. It's worth talking. No, about. no, no. no for, for one, no, no, no. For one, there were people uh, who talked to me and they were like, "Wow, we are actually getting this bullshit." <laughs> so, so there were people who were visibly <laughs> upset, and I'm like, "If you're upset about this, that means it's clearly working." Right, yeah. they're doing their job. This is the same thing that people have been saying about uh, about Paige, like last year when she was a heel, uh. or about Ric Flair when he started getting more actively involved in Charlotte's matches and the finishes. Daddy. Um, I actually don't have a problem with the screw job because I thought it was um, it, it was a bit 
campy, I guess. It was tacky, pero very tacky. They were able to get the reaction they wanted. Yeah. And if they had to go that route, especially since we live in a, we, we live in a world where a heel is cheered for doing their job well, yep. you might as well uh, take the good with the bad and just accept it. Yep. So there, th- th- those are my two cents on the screw job. Like I'm, I'm basically okay with it. <laughs> no, we're okay with it because it's leading to people reacting. In but a way, yes. In a way, yes. But you know, I'm not. I'm just not okay with that. Why did it have to be a screw job? Why did it have to be a rehash of the screw but job? That's 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 that, it. That's that it. Is the and that is the reaction that they want, which is in the end, huh? Circular logic. What is what is the term? Circular logic is not. No, I, no logic okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyway, uh, anyway, never mind. Never um, mind. Nah, never mind. Nah, let's not go real there. Real quick, let's go into Ryback. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Really quickly. This is a okay for those of you for the recap. Recap. He just wants you know everyone to be treated better, paid better. Where this is coming from is that Ryback's contract is mm. supposedly up in the same manner that CM Punk's contract is up and they're negotiating right now. So, based off of what we have read in, Ryback is being offered a contract yeah. that is, well, you know, for what we can all assume is not horrible. Not horrible. But the thing is that Ryback went on Tumblr today, posted of all all platforms, of all platforms that he could go, goes on Tumblr, posts a long post about how everything is predetermined, yet the pay scale is so skewed towards the winners. Yeah. The predetermined winners. In that sense, I I, I get where he's coming from. He's right. But um, essentially, if you're giving people bonuses for winning... Aren't you pretty much gaming the system? Like, isn't WWE gaming the system that way? I get it, I get it. But at the same time, I also understand that um, a jobber can't be paid the same as a main eventer. For sure. And right. I get maybe what he's asking for is just a higher downside. That's fine. Which, better, which everyone could use. Better to expect that the bigger draw doesn't, you know, or, you know doesn't get paid as he should for... Being an anchor for business is absurd. Then, so here's my question. All right, what's your favorite Ryback moment? <laughs> yes. uh, Thank you, Mr. Wendell Dongo, for submitting this question. Anyway, yeah, I'm uh, going back. Going back to the real question. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? My thoughts. My thoughts are that, from a business perspective, and as a businessman, it's you still have to give due to those top guys. To the yeah. guys who are bringing in the big bucks, bringing in the ratings, bringing in the big draw. But your lower tier guys, and you know, we love our tiers on this show. We love tearing up everyone. Everyone who's in the B, play, B plus player to jobber level should be getting a sizable pay bump just so that everyone can, you know, live fairly. Because I mean, it's not like WWE is making you, you know, work paycheck to paycheck. They're not. But everyone could use a, just a little bit more considering that the downside isn't that great to begin with, even for top-tier guys. Here's my thing about the situation. Is Ryback in the right for airing his grievances no. in public? No, of course no, not. he's First not. not. I, I, I don't think so. He's not. But Same with what, you know, Adam Rose, actually. Actually, yes. Also Adam Rose. No, but uh, we'll get to Adam Rose later because his story is a bit different. My yes. thing about the Ryback situation is... Lumalabas na nagahanap siya ng kakampi. Yeah. 
So it it looks petty to me, even though the situation at its core should it, it isn't petty at all, mm. right? He comes across as petty because he makes himself he tries to look kawawa. You know, at the end of the day, in it doesn't public. doesn't matter what we think. Um, what matters to him is just he gets what he feels out in public. Sure, um, he makes a point that should be made. Some of it should be made, but. And no one's really made uh, yeah, it. That and this people point. are just gonna think now. Oh, he's you know he has an agenda. Blah blah blah. Like what you just did. Um, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what we think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I guess I just uh, wish he aired those grievances out to Vince or to the powers. Maybe that he did. Maybe he did. Yeah. But at maybe. This point, but at this point, it's also something that he wants to enlighten us about. Because you know what we see, what we see behind closed doors, is not what is reality. You know the way that we perceive it to be. As for uh, no, as for Adam Rose, I think on the other side, on the other hand, um, that should have been one hundred percent private. Yes. Because yun, yun it's clear that if he posted this on on social media, it's clear that something went uh, broke down in private. Yeah. And now he's taken it to social media to you know to start a revolution, I guess. And I think part of it is because he feels like uh, nasira in pangalan. Yeah, yeah, nasira in pangalan. Because, no, because I, of the wellness policy for violations. Context. I totally understand. For I totally context, understand though, that. For context, though, for the people who aren't aware, yeah, he, he got suspended situation. for sixty days for the second ADHD, violation yeah. of the wellness policy yes. of WWE for the, apparently for, ADHD medication, which yes, apparently which the WWE knew about. knew about for a year now. Which is which makes it which brings the question back to. Is WWE gaming the system? Why? Why does it go back? No, because there? if they knew about it, if they knew about okay. it, yet they suspend him, yeah. just on a technicality, you know, technically, because technically it's a banned substance. Oh yeah, yeah. but yeah, there's something fishy there's going on clear, here. There's, are they gaming the system? I wouldn't say they're gaming the system, but I will agree that there is something fishy. Yeah, which is if, why um, I understand that Ray has to take it public. Yeah, because yes. if the if the substance was clear for the last. Three, four years, however yeah. long Adam Rose has been with the company, and then it's only now that they come down on him or come down hard on him. The, there must have been something else that we don't know about. But there's always two, three sides of the story. There's one uh, one party side, the other party side, and, and then the truth. truth. Right. So we again, we'll never know what this really is. All we can do is until you know, until it does, until yeah, surface. until shit hits the fan, or un- until somebody comes clean. Well, the shit is hitting the fan. <laughs> That uh, that that is also true. So until then, I guess we can play like armchair commentator uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, about this. Um, I I just wish that uh, things were more consistent. I guess. Yeah. You know, um, things were more consistent. Because if if uh, in the past this was oh, this medication, this Adderall was actually cleared for Adam Rose, diba? Bakit ng, uh, but ng suspension ngayon? Why why the issue now? So why now? So uh, let us know what you think about these issues. If you have any comments uh, about the goings on in the world of wrestling right now, it's at Rosewar at Caveman Camus and at underscore Stancy uh, or at the SGP podcast. or at the SGP podcast. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday night, which means we haven't seen this week's NXT and Lucha Underground, uh, but uh, coming off of last week's episodes, you, want, you guys want to talk about it? Um, no, no, we're going too long. No. All right, don't no. go too long, especially since we do have Crystal on the show yes. this week. So she's actually coming up in a bit, and we'll get to talk to her about her influences, what it means to her to actually be a, a positive role model for women who like wrestling and who like the art. And uh, we'll get her thoughts on her upcoming match at Revolution X. So here we go.
Joining us right now inside the booth, Crystal. Oh, well, hello. One of the more uh, popular new faces mm. in PWR <laughs> for uh, one best, reason best or another. Best debut, I think. Yeah, yeah. One, one of the more impactful debuts on the roster. So uh, I'm sure we have some listeners who may not have heard about Crystal before. So, no listeners have heard. Are you serious? She has more. Her page has more likes than than the entire roster except I, for Scarlett. I, I wouldn't know. Yes. I, mean, no, I, I wouldn't know if we I, had I listeners count, who count. haven't seen. No, the you don't have to count. You have to look at the. I know. No, there could be. Listeners who have never seen a PWR show, oh, yeah, it's that's very true. well possible. Well, that's true. That's true. Mm. So, so no, for have, these people, they probably heard of the the girl who wrestled the douchebag wife, a woman beater. <laughs> yeah, so that that's probably one way you can describe Crystal. But I, I, let, let's hear it from her, uh, her own mouth, in her own words. Uh, how would you describe yourself to somebody who's never heard of you before? I would say um, I fight for myself, and I don't wait for you know my knight in shining armor. I want to prove that even though I am a woman, I can I can fight. And not be like fight like a girl, you know. I can fight because I have training and I have passion, and I fight for myself because I fight for what's right to me. You've been part of the PWR boot camp for the better part of a year and a half. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So you're batch two, three. I was batch two. Batch two. two. Yeah. All right. So you're part of batch two, and you made your debut, your in-ring debut against Peter Versosa last February at Vendetta. Yes. But before that, people have seen you at PWR shows. Uh, you started out as a backstage interviewer. Yes. Uh, no, actually, I started out as an announcer. Oh, right, right. Back in yes. PWR Live before Terminus. That's oh, how you got. Yeah, that was <laughs> the Miss Five Minutes chant. Yes. Oh God. Please forget about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would like to be known as Crystal. Oh my God. No, because people didn't know her name at the time. It was just. Five minutes have elapsed. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so you've actually done a lot. Uh, when you think about it, you've done a lot of the crew work. I yes, I have done a lot. Like I've done being an announcer, an interviewer. You know, now a wrestler. I've also been merch girl before. Yes, <laughs> yes, you have. I I remember <laughs> that too. You don't have to, you know. Go back that far. Yeah, but when you think no, but about we it, are going back that far. Yeah, when you think about it, she's gone through every. Uh, she's gone through the gauntlet, mm. right? And uh, funny, funny that we should bring up the word gauntlet because you, uh, I named you as the first participant in the gauntlet yeah, match was, at Revolution like a, X. That was a proud moment for me because, like, first woman to be in a part part of the first gauntlet. It's uh-huh. just a big deal for me. And first woman to compete at Revolution X. Oh yeah, and oh. ever in PWR, so. So that's how true, does, that's true. Yeah. That's true. How does that feel? What does that mean to you? It's overwhelming sometimes because, like, when you think about it, PWR was so dominated by men, and for you, Mister Stan C, to let me in and you know do my thing and fight for me, and you know, it mean it meant so much to me that because Peter Versosa was such a horrible, horrible man to me back then. During, like, I'm just gonna interview him, and then he's just gonna what? Like shoo me away and make me like say, like make me a sandwich or something. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not making you a sandwich. I'm here to inter- interview you. I'm here to do my job. So I got pissed that he was treating me that way, and you gave me the opportunity to face him in the ring. And that opportunity, that feeling that I can empower myself to fight for myself, it was just overwhelming, and I was so happy and proud of myself, even though I lost, you know. Um, Vendetta came and went And when all of it Was said and done Your match was probably One of the more memorable ones Just because of the sheer Crowd reaction Upon your entrance So what did that mean to you When when your music hit And you appeared And the crowd just went Bonkers for you Oh the smile on my face Wasn't just me smiling That was such a genuine smile Like 
uh, someone took a photo of me and just my smile was ear to ear. It was just like amazing. Just like the first time you walk in in like the crowd waiting for you to like you know touch Sla- their hand yeah, when you're running yeah. and it's just an amazing feeling. Like I can feel the support and the love of the revelation. I felt amazing. Right, so um, so I, clearly it, it feels good, right, to have them behind you, to have them supporting you. And um, even after um, Peter Versosa beat you, people still remember you enough that when you appeared uh, last April in Paranaque, mm-hmm. you, you got a great ovation as well. So um, I'm... I, I guess it's not it's not going to be surprising that you're one of the fan favorites in this gauntlet match, <laughs> right? Now, um, what is your mindset as we head into this gauntlet match at Revolution X? To be comfortable with myself. Like, don't doubt myself. To be confident enough to go in the ring and do my thing and fight, you know, like a girl. You know, not in a bad way. You know, yeah, not, in, not, a not in a bad way. Like the empowered version, like not the one that like, oh, she fights like a girl. No, I fight like a girl because you don't fight a like a girl. I'm a girl. What the fuck? Se- no, 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 no. You know, like, like, like the stereotype. Not the stereotype. Not the stereotype. Yes, indeed, indeed. So actually, since we're talking about that, do you? I know, and we're we're very far ahead of ourselves. Do you think that your you're that role model type for the kids out there, for the girls who want to grow up and possibly get in the ring. To those girls who want to grow up and, you know, do their thing in the ring, it's just like, do what feels right for you, you know. Pursue your passions, you know. Just be yourself. Don't be afraid. Don't let anyone take you down or just be confident. Pursue your passion and your dream. But how comfortable are you being in this position where, I guess, by by default, you are this role model for these girls who come to the PWR shows? How does that make you feel that, I guess, because there are no other girls who are positive role models for them? In PWR. In PWR, yeah. By, by default, that role is now on your shoulders. So how does that make you feel? I feel pressure. Right That's now. for sure. <laughs> but then, you know... I like the pressure because it makes me work harder and it makes me more empowered that I'm fighting so that some of these child, uh, some of these women or these children have someone to look up to positively. So it also gives me like strength and to pursue my goals and whatnot. Let's dig deeper into who you are and, and where you come from. Um, who are your influences? Like, why did you want to get into uh, into wrestling in the first place? Oh my god, that's so uh, such a no no cliche. We know that we know it's cliche. Everything oh is god. cliche. Okay. Just say it. <laughs> when I was four years old, wow, <laughs> yeah, it started wow, that far. Um, me and my grandmother, who was dying of cancer, breast cancer, the only thing we did together, and the only thing I remember was watching wrestling. I remember her. Her favorite was the Undertaker because he was so awesome. Like the the lights, the way he entered. He also she also had a big crush on Bret Hart. Mm. And Ooh. ever since you know growing up, I kept in touch with wrestling. I would you know not watch for a while and then watch, but then it was always just I just wanted to wrestle. Like I was always there. Uh, watching Raw, SmackDown, NXT, the big events, you know. It was just a dream that me and my mother, uh, grandmother had together. And now that she's gone, I want to somehow be able to, like, relive that dream. 
So, um, how, how do you or, or or which wrestler did you follow the most? Like, who was your biggest wrestling influence? Mm, Ray. Ray Mysterio. Yes. Ray Mysterio. You you can see that in nah, my yeah, offense. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nah, nah, that makes a lot of sense now. Like I use the six one nine, the head scissors, takedown, a lot of flying stuff. Uh huh. So you get a lot of that from Mysterio, but um, f- for for the way that you package yourself, the way that you carry yourself, uh, who would you draw inspiration from, or is there anyone at all that you draw inspiration from in the first place? Not really, because who I am is who I am. I mean, I would be inspired by like a bits and pieces of wrestlers, but. Who you see in the ring is me. You know, I I carry myself the way I want to be carried. Just that's just me. Where do you think you're going to go going into Revolution X? Because this gauntlet match, we're pretty sure you're going up against a bunch of other guys. What do you think you need to bring to this match? My A game. Tell them your A game, no? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that. Well, I'm uh, I'm already like going to the gym twice as much now. Like I already have like a gym membership and whatnot. Like I'm gearing up for Revolution X and I'm preparing myself and I am ready to fight. I'm just I'm gonna go out there and sweep the floor. Hopefully. Now, uh, we know that you've had your issues with the Royal Flush, particularly uh, Peter Versoza and Scarlett. And I wouldn't put it past them to try to get inside your head as you, you know, prepare for Revolution I don't really next. know what I did to them. Like, okay, Peter, you beat me. Stop it's it. done. We're yeah. done. Should be done. I, did en- I didn't do anything. I lost. And, you know, Peter's a great athlete and he's a great wrestler. And props to him. He's But... What they did in revo- in live was just annoying. Yeah, I mean, what they did in live looked brutal. I mean, the Carne Norte in itself is a very painful move, but you taking it looked absolutely brutal. I mean, it was hard to watch for a lot of us. So, do you think that if... Well, we know Peter Verzosa might not be involved in this match mm-hmm. because he already has Shaukat on his, on his plate, thanks mm-hmm. to Mr. C, but... Do you think that they're going to get involved with you down the line? Probably because, like, I don't know what Scarlet's problem with me is, but it's just annoying, okay? I didn't do anything bad to you. I went there, did my job, and went out. I never clashed with them. I don't know what their problem is, but since it looks like they do have a problem with me, I, I'm already expecting that they're going to show up. All right, in the so, future, and and that's fair. You know, you you have to watch your back. You have to prepare for any unforeseen circumstances. But um, how open would you be to say a one-on-one encounter with Scarlett? Should she ever demand it, or how open would you be to say a rematch against Peter Versosa? Because uh, it's happened before, and everybody loved that match. So, how open would you be to these possibilities? I would be open to it. I want to prove myself. I want to prove to Scarlett and Peter that they're not. Just gonna walk past me and walk around me and just beat me up just like that. I stand for myself, and I'm not I'm not the damsel in distress. I'm gonna fight for myself, and that's just it. All right, all right. All right. Now, are we done with all the, all the uh, the hype questions? Yes. Yes. For Rev-Ice? Yes. Nothing. 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 Right. Nothing more. All right. Let's get the elephant 
in the room out of the way. The reason why, and I'm not saying this to be a dick, I'm not. I'm just stating the facts. The reason why you're the only girl competing right now, and Scarlett is one of the other girls um, among a sea of men in on the PWR roster, is not a lot of girls um, go to PWR boot camp. When we open a new boot camp, there's only only like a couple who come who come through, and then to be honest. They don't make it somehow. They or don't they stick around. Mm-hmm. For one reason or another. So I want to talk to you about your boot camp experience and how it was, you know, how it was to be, well, the only girl. Well, one of the only girls. A, two mm-hmm. girls, right? And then, you know, things happen. So how does, how does it feel first to train with the guys and then to be expected to do all of the things the guys do and this is not coming from a place of you know, of you know misogyny or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just want to know, and you know, I just want you to take uh, us and everyone listening through all that because there might be girls who are you know really thinking about joining boot camp, but for one reason or another, maybe because you know they're intimidated by what they have to do in boot camp, do not. So yeah, being in boot camp and just being the lo- the lonely girl. Yeah. Um. It was hard. It was intimidating because also like the guys already had groups and partners and I would I wouldn't find a partner. Okay. It was hard. But then I was really passionate about mm. wrestling and I really wanted to pursue it. So even though like these workouts and, and trainings and drills are really for men, I still did it mm-hmm. and I felt like I'm so proud of myself because I was up there with them. I was able to do the drills, mm-hmm. like 500 squats sure. with you guys. That's I true. was able to do that as well. You know, it's. I understand that women would be scared to join boot camp because PWR is so, you know, it's a male dominated. Yeah, organization, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Well, wrestling as a whole is a yeah, very yeah. male dominated yeah, you know, sport. Well, representation. Representation. Well, just think about that. You know, I'm here now, and if you do want to join boot camp, I'm gonna be able to help you out. If you do, you know, just don't don't be scared. Did you have any doubts when you were in there? Oh, I did. I did. I was intimidated. I was scared. I was lonely. Okay. But people were nice enough to Mm -hmm. me, and some of them pushed me to the limit that I I didn't know I could be pushed, and. Being pushed to that limit, I became such a bigger person than I what I already was. So, what's the goal for this? Like, uh, for you, Crystal, as an individual, as a woman, what is your goal in this business? To establish women's wrestling in PWR, of course. Maybe one day get the belt. So Which belt are you going for, though? Mm, Maybe the PHX. Well, I'm already in the gauntlet. Why oh. not? So, PHX first. Is your end goal Is your end goal The PWR championship I, If it's possible Maybe I mean Every ro- wrestler In PWR Wants the belt one, 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 one way or another Yeah yeah And you know um, Whether or not Whether or not You get there You've achieved Quite a lot already As a pioneer mm-hmm. Of women's wrestling Here in PWR And I think that's something You can hang your hat on At the end of the day Right The, the thing is um, There's Oh, Crystal is the only women's wrestler, and she is literally 
women's wrestling in the Philippines. Yeah, <laughs> literally, that's, that's not that's the fact. That's not necessarily a good thing. But yeah. it's not a bad thing either. It's not a bad thing, but uh, you know what I'm saying. Yes, yes. It needs to we grow. need more women. Yes, we, we need more we women. Need more if women we're actually going to gonna call this thing women's wrestling. At this point, it's just a it's woman, a, a woman, a woman wrestling. A really good woman. Yes, guess. of course. I'm not Aww. saying she's bad. She's yes. not bad. I, you know, I've wrestled with her a few times. Um, but the fact of the matter is, we can't. I don't think we can really call it women's wrestling yet, because there are. It's not, not the division. Yeah, exactly. They, there is not more than one women woman wrestling. Yeah, so I guess we can uh, you know we can issue out uh, issue this oh. out as a call. Oh, call out on that Yeah, if if uh, in the name of feminism. If you're a girl and you've ever wanted to try yeah. yeah, if you've ever wanted to try wrestling, if you're a girl, then don't be shy. Wait for the next announcement for bootcamp on the PWR social media feeds and just give it a shot. Because Crystal once, uh, Crystal once made that, sh- uh, took that shot. I uh, went through that. I went through the training into the boot camp. She took that first step. And don't be scared. Just take the big leap, apply, and show up to training, and you'll see. It's not that horrible. You'll feel more at home being a wrestling fan rather than being scared. I think what matters is also um, what also what you know girls need to know. Then is that uh, you're not gonna be. A wrestler overnight, like it's a it's a long process, but you have to trust in that process. And Crystal obviously trusted in that process, and look where she is now. Uh, you just have to be patient and hardworking. And sure, I mean, sure. it's it's not just I mean, it's not just for the women. Also, it's for everyone who wants to go yeah, yeah. through that dream. Now, but it's easy to convince an a guy. Yeah, it's easy you know. to convince a guy. But then Crystal is one of the bigger success stories to come out of boot camp. <laughs> yes. You know, and it's it shows. Just trust the people in boot camp to guide you through the process of really being a this, wrestler. Yeah, if you really want this, it's going to happen. All right. And I, I guess uh, as we wrap this up, is there anything you want to say uh, to either our fans or your fans or the Royal Flush or anybody out there who's listening? Anything you want to say as we uh, march towards May 28, Revolution X? Well, for May 28th, I'm already gearing up. I'm getting ready. I'm grinding in the gym. So the people in the gauntlet better watch out because Crystal will be flying in and beating your asses. Also, if Scarlet wants some piece of this, bring it on, girl. Uh, You have also a message for your more passionate fans. (laughs) Oh, To my passionate fans, um, to be honest... Thank you, because it does give me, you know, happiness that, and I feel the love that all of the fans and the people who on my fan page support me and the revelation. It brings, gives me so much, um, what should I call it? I feel empowered. I feel uh, motivated. So thank you so much to everyone who supports me. All right. All and right. lastly, uh, social media fees. Like, where can people find you on Facebook or uh, on Twitter or Instagram? At Facebook, uh, just type in Crystal PWR and just holla at you, girl. I'm right there. All right. Thank you very much, Crystal. We'll see you on May 28th and the best of luck in the gauntlet match. Thank you, guys. Bye. Huge, huge thanks to Crystal for coming over and joining us for episode 112 of the SGP podcast. Now, before we get out of here, we got to give you our respective picks of the week. So, Camus, I think it's pretty obvious. It's obvious. It's obvious. It's obvious. You get first this then. Kevin Owen, Sami Zayn. Okay, yeah. At uh, payback. Oh, big surprise. Big oh, surprise. What a big wow. whoop. Ah. Big whoop. Wow, I did not see that coming at all. No one does. No Biggest one ever does. Biggest swerve of the history of SGP. 
I no, but I just have to give commendation. I mean, the match was great, but the post-match segments were even more fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I Kevin Owens on Kevin Owens on commentary is always good, but he was at his absolute best that night. And for Sammy to come out after the match and just beat the living shit out of him just made me happy inside. I mean, the match itself. Great win by KO. I love both of them, but the post match shenanigans made the night. I really think this is the true fight forever. This is the true fight forever. Uh, I'm sorry. Nakamura Zayn, yes, it's gonna be fun, but this is the true fight forever. Let them fight forever. It doesn't get old. forever Nakamura. Yeah, yeah. And maybe we can come up with a new portmanteau to replace Steenerico. Kota Ibushi can be his fight forever. Okay. But we do need a new Stenerico, like a new portmanteau. <laughs> um, Just because. We'll, we'll think about that. Uh, Igal Ro, what's your pick of the week? Owen Zane. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a fucking cop out. Unanimous. No, 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 no. That was the portmanteau. Uh, no, my pick of the week was in a, since he picked the good match. Um, I'm going to pick it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't the only good match. Sure. Um, I want to pick the main event of Raw. Okay, fair enough. It was good. Uh-huh. Pretty good. Yep. All right, uh, and my pick of the week is Miss Cesaro okay. for the Intercontinental legit, Championship. Legit, legit match. Loved it. It and was actually a good week in wrestling. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah when you think about it, it was. It, it was. was. It was and a very we haven't even gotten to Thursday yet. Yes, oh. it's it's Wednesday night, and we're already saying like, this is a pretty fucking good week. Yep, yep. And uh, can I just say that I absolutely enjoy having my own network account now. Yes, because I, I where where. Thank you for getting on the network bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. So I, I uh, thank you for watch investing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank you for investing. There I have go. invested. I have bought in. So I watched it on my PS4, <laughs> right? That's oh, and isn't it glorious? Yes, isn't it glorious? So I went into PS4 and like I'm, I'm live tweeting right on my computer, and I don't have to look through tabs yeah, anymore because exactly. I can just look up to my TV screen and I just uh, look down on my computer. Man, <laughs> best feeling ever. Exactly. And and uh, I'm getting my dad on the network. So nice. So, so I'm so like, oh, dad, here's my password. Here's my username. At the same time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm just telling him to download the app because he wants to watch some of the old stuff as well. Yeah. So hey, so, old stuff. Hey, I just, I just like have a lot to say, of older stuff. I just have to say, when you get on to the ECW episodes from way back when, yeah. I'm not sure if your dad watched ECW. No, he didn't. Oh God, he's gonna have so much fun. Like, yeah. look for, tell him to look for the Cactus Jack matches. Yeah, it's a rabbit hole. Oh my it God. is a rabbit. It hole. is a rabbit. Right hole. now, though, I'm just enjoying the network uh, original programming. So Camp WWE, I like it. I uh, haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it either. ENC. ENC which is I glorious. Love. Yeah, uh, you should watch it. Whether or not you're actually eating sandwiches. And uh, <laughs> a bunch of other stuff. You, you, know, you know, your table for three, your breaking ground. Uh, you know, all the, the serious shit. All the serious yeah. shit is nice. Also. Yeah. Uh, WWE 24, you know, must watch then. So if you aren't convinced yet to get the network, do it. It's especially if you have money to spare, right? So It's what? It's 500 bucks a month. It's not that big an investment if you have a day job. Yeah, yeah. If you have a, a day job that pays enough. A steady enough, day job. That pays enough. Right. <laughs> For freelancers, we apologize. You know, sometimes I'm a freelancer. Yeah, when, when you have a steady it. job. Red is a freelancer. He has a network. Yeah, yeah. But, but you have a steady job. Yeah, yeah. You're a steady freelancer. Yeah, I, I am a steady freelancer. I mean, no, because... Good you know, way of putting it. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, so get the network. And uh, you heard it from us. Anyway, uh, we got to thank our friends from Mellow 94.7, as always, for having us in the studio. And we also got to thank the boys and the girls of PWR, especially Crystal, who did join us. And don't forget, May 28th, save the date already. Revolution X is happening, and it's the second Revolution X in the history of PWR. Revo X 2. Not really. By the time we throw back Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, it's...
it has been a year. It has been a year since the first press conference for Revolution <laughs> I X. You, I thought you were going to say it has been a year since the first Revolution X. No, like, it's yes, pres- clearly. Press con. Press con. Press con. But we... we uh, we digress. We promise, though, that this Revolution X will be the biggest show yet. And, well, we know that for a fact already. So we just oh, yeah. want you there. Is this Jabroni going to lose his job or what? Is this Casey going to lose his job? I've got okay, something, wait, I've got wait, something wait, up my let's, sleeve. Let's, 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 uh, so, no, right now, no, we're not doing predictions. What? what? No, no, not predictions. We're more right than now. a month away and we're not going to do predictions. Well... Can we get people excited about the fact that your job is on the line, Mr. C? I think people are excited about the fact that my job is on the line. Oh, my it God. Like, you're absent. I know. So I know. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Chris Panzer is a good choice. But, God damn, John Sebastian and that guy. I dare you to say that in, to his face. No, yeah. no, no. John Sebastian. John Sebastian. Uh, no, Panzer? to Panzer's face. Yeah. Uh, I'm scared of him. He'll, he'll kick my face. Yes. Oh, Clearly, you're not part of his Jollibee squad. Oh, my. I'm, I'm not on that yet. We're not on that yet. Free bucket. We should, no? We should have Jollibee catering like at that Revo X. Anyway. Uh, can, can we get, oh, can we get a plug? Why, why don't we? Why don't we? How much do you Jollibee spaghetti? Yeah. 300 bucks? Yeah, we should really? make that work. It's yeah, about 300 pesos. It's about 300 bucks. It's not too bad. Uh, Jollibee, can you confirm this? Yeah, so uh, we, we got to make this work. Anyway, uh, we'll see you at Revo X. No venue as of this recording, but once it's out, you'll hear it from every one of us. Oh, we promise. You two jabronis kept mentioning a certain venue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was only mentioning the venue because he, he was yeah, mentioning the venue. <laughs> That's all his fault. Yeah. That's well, <laughs> why his job's on the line. <laughs> well, somebody else told me what the venue was. I mean, I mean, I'm already, you know, I pretty much have lost my job because Spot is coming back for the next show. That's confirmed. Yeah, you want to hear the feedback on your announcing? What? <laughs> nah, forget it. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, <laughs> off-air off air discussions. I agree with the public. Anyway, we got to get out of here. Is that a thing? What? Is that, is that a thing? Evals? No. Like, after? No, what? In PWR? I don't know. I'm not Did on you get evals? <laughs> I'm not on the board. All right, Thomas. Shut up now. Okay, we're done. We got to end the podcast. This is episode 112 So on behalf of Ravishing Ro Moran And Rowdy Raf Camus Who won't shut the fuck up My name is Happy Stunning. Star Wars Day One last time My name is Stunning Stan C And may the 4th be with you Peace Thank you for listening To the SJP Podcast To get more From the voice Of the modern Filipino wrestling fan Go to www.smarkhenry.ph 